Hello and welcome to Caught My Ear. This is a music podcast where two music-obsessed mates get together to talk about the music they've been listening to, as well as a sprinkling of news topics. You are listening to episode 24. My name is Maddie. My name is Vivian. And firstly, we will go into our news segment of the podcast. Uh, Vivian, what's your first story? So we're starting off with a story that I was reluctant to talk about, but... (laughs) I felt the need to shine the light so I can tear it down. (laughs) Basically, this is just a therapy session (laughs) for Vivian's emotions. So it's about my loves, Bring Me the Horizon. So this is coming from Music Feeds, written by Jackson Langford, and it says, Bring Me the Horizon's mantra will play a special role in this year's NRL Finals series. So... Bring Me the Horizon have been tapped for an unconventional gig for them, but one that will have a spot in many Australian hearts. Their track Mantra will serve as a theme song for Fox League and their coverage of the NRL final series. A clip of the UK Legends has been released of them performing the hit song complete with the iconic Proven Summons trophy in the foreground. So both Maddie and I watched this clip and it is atrocious. So basically the band, they're playing on top of a rooftop setting and like the lighting's really cool. Like in the article, it actually says that Ollie Sykes, the lead singer, actually can, like made up the set in terms oh, of cool. where the band's playing. Yeah, right. I don't have a problem with that because they're great. <laughs> and this song is my jam. I literally listen to this song every morning when I wake up. It's like a perfect motivation kind of like get on to your day kind of thing but my issue is when you watch this clip you see the band playing you're like oh this is really cool and then there's just cuts of like the NRL like different games like people tackling each other and it just looks so awkward and then not to mention when like rent because the trophy's in the foreground right it's but it's not even it's like 20 meters in front exactly. of Exactly. It's like which just the funniest thing ever. So every now and then there's like a like a shot where like they're in the background blurred and it's just a focus on the trophy. It's just like why like what's happening? I mean, it's lit- it's just like a footy promo video. I'd hate it though. <laughs> of course you hate it. You hate football. <laughs> yeah, that that that's the main reason. I don't like she doesn't like the fact that her favourite band has been tainted by the NRL. Exactly. That is her issue with it. I don't, That's exactly my I issue. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. No, but like, it's just, it looks... Oh, it is a bit awkward. It looks that really awkward. That trophy shot is the most awkward thing I've ever seen. It is, it is. And They're just like playing in the background, like 10, 20 metres away, and there's just like this wide sweeping shot of this trophy. Yeah, like... <laughs> but, it, but, but the way that it's done, it makes the trophy look like two centimetres tall. Yeah, that's exactly it. Like, it yeah. doesn't even make it look that impressive. Yeah, like, it's just funny. I don't even think it's elevated or anything. No, I think it's, it's just literally on the floor. It's <laughs> just like, <laughs> okay. Um, look, all I can say is I hope they were paid well for this gig, okay? Because <laughs> they deserved it. Look, and- Not paid, compensated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So, that's all I'm going to say about that um <laughs> that's that on that yes and that's the tea so <laughs> we're gonna move on to our second news story Maddie, oh god what have you got for us so i have a little um news story from jackson langford again um from music feeds about our girl adele Ooh. so 
it reads, Adele is reportedly on the cusp of releasing new music. It has been almost four years since Adele re- released her gargantuan record-breaking album 25, and now rumours are circulating that she is ready to drop her follow-up any day now. Last year, it was reported that Adele was prepping an album for release for Christmas 2019, and that still looks like it will be the case. A source has told People Magazine that the superstar is gearing up both physically and mentally to do an album run after a pretty turbulent year. So we'll wait and see if these rumours turn out to be true, but just be warned and let your mums know that a new Adele single could drop any day now. (laughs) I love that. Let your mums and me. Yes. (laughs) I am definitely following this very closely. Number number one, Stan. No, well, not number one, Stan. I'm not. I'm not that insane. But anything that she releases, I'm like, hell yeah, on the bandwagon. Yeah, it's She's, been a while though. Like, yeah, how long? Four. Four years. Four 2015. Years. The wow. end of 2015 was when 25 was released. And I remember when um, she released Hello. Mm. We were in grade 12. Yeah, end was... of grade 12. I was getting ready to go overseas. And yeah. I remember it, like, the whole album released, I think, while I was over there. And yeah. And it was just a frenzy. I remember so many, like, it broke records, like, that video, mm. that song. So it's crazy, like, how it's been so long. Mm. So. I'm excited to see, like, what direction the new yeah. music will go in. Because I know she had a theme going with the different ears. Yes, I'm excited to see what she'll title it. Because I'm pretty sure that she's not, she's yeah. done with the age thing now. That's like over, that she's done 19, 21, and 25. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. Mm. And so I'm excited to see what this one will be. Mm. I guess we can only guess at this point. Yeah. Until yeah. it comes we don't out. Have any, so we don't have any, like, leads, I guess. Inside sources. <laughs> <laughs> We're not connected. So no. <laughs> I guess we'll have to just Sadly. wait and see. Um, Christmas this year, if anything, pops up from Adele. Uh, so on to our next story now. Yes, so our last news story for today is a short one. Um, it's about Nicki Minaj. So this is coming from Music Feeds, written by Laura English. And it says, Nicki Minaj says she's retiring from music. So Nicki Minaj has taken to Twitter to announce she's retiring to have a family, tweeting... So I'm going to I'm going to quote this tweet but it's going to sound really bad when I say it okay. <laughs> so she said, "Quote, I've decided to retire and have my family. I know you guys are happy now. To my fans, keep rapping me. Do it till the death of me. X in the box cuz ain't nobody checking me. Love you for life." She finished. <laughs> I could not sound more more wise exactly. <laughs> um so yeah, quite interesting. I don't know if she's serious or not, but to be honest, it sounds like she is. Yeah, that's a pretty big claim if it's not going to yeah, happen. Yeah, because I know um, the article, It's I'll link it in the description so you guys can check out the full article, but it goes on to say that she's done interviews in the past year saying that she wants to be a mother soon and yeah, wants yeah. to sort of take time off to focus on having a family, which is great, but like fully closing the door to music is quite... Yeah, because she's just basically like, I'm, well, retiring. Like, I'm yeah. never going to release music ever again. Yeah, which is like, wow. Like, she's such a major, major Absolute icon. powerhouse. Yeah, in, in the music industry. Especially, like, with female rappers in general. Like, she's Definitely. done so, so much. Yeah. And she's had such an amazing career. And it's just like, just in a tweet, like, oh, by the way, 
I'm retiring. Peace out. <laughs> All of it, like, I've seen tweets from, like, fans and stuff, and they're like, are we gonna, like, get someone to, like, fully address this? This is crazy. Yeah. Like, how, like, what is going on? Yeah. They're which, all so confused. Which is why a lot of people have said, oh, maybe this is just, like, her kind of messing around, like, not being completely serious, saying, like, yeah. peace out for a while, like, the fact that there hasn't been, like, a formal statement, I guess. But, you know... Maybe that's just the way she wanted to do it. Either yeah, way, I, I think it's good that she's taking time off. Because she hasn't, like... Yeah, since who... God knows when. For years. She's yeah. just continued, like, making... Making moves, making, as they say. <laughs> making moves in the biz. God. <laughs> never want to ever say that again. That was disgusting. <laughs> and with that, we're going... We'll just stop there, hey? Yeah. Uh, we're going to end the news segment, and we're going to go into our songs... But before we go there, uh, we want to encourage you guys to pause the podcast, go down to the description, click the Spotify or YouTube playlist, and um, you can listen to the songs that we're about to talk about so you don't get lost when we talk about a specific part or whatever. And yes, so we're going to start with Song of the Week, and Maddie's going to kick us off. Yes, so my Song of the Week is called I Don't Know Much Better by Jack Cullen. So, um, I haven't listened to much of this guy's stuff. I think he's from the UK. I think he's from Ireland. I'm not Mm. 100% sure. I have to double check. But, um, yeah, so this song is, um, very, very cool. So it starts out with, like, this, um, vocal and acoustic guitar. He's got a very, um, like, toned down voice. It's very, like, soft in the beginning. It's sort of just, like, this plucking guitar, like, just, um, you know, like, really, um, spaced out sort of chords and all the rest of it and then it sort of like builds up into the chorus and then like Mm. this sort of like gritty electric guitar sort of like comes out of nowhere and like the pre-chorus and then the drums come in and it just like it goes from like zero to eleven yeah in like two seconds real quick very very quick build up and yeah this like soft what what was his like soft vocals is now like very very loud and very powerful mm. and very it's not like gritty but um it's got that sort of like edgier vibe to it than yeah the previous like the verse or whatever how it was mm. so yeah um i really really like it um and i also like the way that it's sort of um like his voice sort of changes depending yeah. on the yeah sort of like vibe that he's going for which is really cool but yeah it's like a really good song to just sort of like chuck and jam on in the car Mm. which is nice which is what i've been doing (laughs) yeah i love in the chorus when he first sings you can hear him growl yeah i love that like so it's such a cool change up because um in like sort of just before the chorus like his voice is quite delicate yeah and it kind of reminded me of niall from one direction like sort of the delicateness how he sings but then oh, yeah but then when the chorus comes in that completely changes yeah because so it quickly. just switches up like immediately yeah, yeah absolutely completely different and then there's this point in like right before i think the last chorus is sort of like a bridge section like there's like a guitar solo type thing and he does this like um little little line and he like sings this um like ascending like melody line yeah and he just yeah. like sings this really like long note mm. and it's like so good he kind of just like unleashes and it's like i don't know much better and it's just like so so loud and like you can Claps hear the growl Sh- shut up <laughs> um <laughs> this is not a singing show um <laughs> i 
I just did it to illustrate a point. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, it's just such a like, such a great song. I absolutely love it. It's so a, it's a bop. It's a certified bop. A certified bop. Um, <laughs> certified by Maddie. So <laughs> oh. we'll move on from there. Um, so Vivian, what is your song of the week? So my song of the week is a bit of an interesting one this week. It is from my queen. Well, one of my queens. <laughs> I've, of. I have, have many queens. <laughs> Uh, Lana Del Rey. So it's called Venice Bitch and it's coming from her latest album. Um, but she actually released this one last year. Oh, okay. So quite a while ago and she released it as, quote, a fan single, she called it, which is really, um, yeah, look, the lead up to this album has been weird. Like she's released (laughs) proper singles like Doing Time, which I've talked about on this podcast before. Yeah. But then she's also released these random fan singles that are just like, hey guys, Here's Here a song. <laughs> so, um, and she's done that with a lot of the songs from the album, which is pretty cool. But yes, this one is a ride. <laughs> it's nine minutes. So what? That why why nine? <laughs> that in itself is should tell you that this is it's quite a wild ride. But yeah. what I really love about this song is the production. It's such an interesting build up I guess because it starts with just an acoustic guitar and Lana's voice and it from there like in the verse every now and then you'd hear a couple of strings come in yeah yeah come and go you know nothing just just a sprinkle (laughs) (laughs) and then when it gets to the chorus um there's like the guitars a little bit heavier in terms of like the distortion just to kind of build up a little bit but after the first couple of verses and choruses, it goes, like, the per- the percussion comes in, and mm. there's, like, this weird, like, I called it, like, a psychedelic sort of vibe. Yeah. And That's Matt- probably the best way to describe it. Yes, but Maddie described it as a fever dream. <laughs> I called call it a fever dream. Because in the beginning, like, the reason that I say that is because the beginning, it's very, very airy, and obviously Lana's voice, she's always got this, like, very breathy, sort yeah. of dreamy yes. tone to it, and it's sort of like a dream-like vibe. Mm. And then when it, like, switches to this sort of psychedelic thing, I was like, it goes from, like, a dream into a nightmare. Yes. And because, like, it's not, like, really, really, like, heavy or, like, scary mm. or anything like that. It's just, like there's no real like structure and it feels no. like things are coming sort of out of nowhere and it's like you're in this like like fever dream type exactly. thing like like on an acid trip or something and <laughs> yeah like, weird things coming out of nowhere and there's like a lot going on it's a bit weird but. and yeah and honestly that's a great way to explain it because it's it's sort of like a musical breakdown but i really like it because you know there's a few different solo bits in there but when these different sort of instruments do their solos, it's very empty. Like, the focus is on that instrument. And then Lana sort of does these, like, ad-libs over the top, Mm. which is really cool. Um, And so it kind of seems like the song was almost, like, thrown together. Like, let's just just record and see how it goes kind of thing. (laughs) Um, Which is... I always think it's such an interesting way. Um, Yeah. Because I think... I think part of it that sort of makes it so interesting Mm. is like it does have this like verse chorus structure in the beginning yeah and then it like loses its base Mm. there's nothing to like hold it together yeah yeah and it's kind of just like this cacophony of like it's random yeah exactly and yeah yeah and it's really cool because the lyrics they so they talk about basically she's talking about this sort of lover that she has but it's a very like 
um, time-specific lover. Like, she's only with them in the summer, and, like, they both have their own lives kind of thing. And when I first heard the song a year ago, I did really enjoy it, but Mm. when you listen to it on the album and sort of where it fits, it kind of just makes more sense. And I've talked about this before on the podcast where... Um, when an artist has like a specific concept for an album and then when you listen to it fully it's like I can see why you put this where you put it because yeah. it makes sense in the story and in this album basically um, Norman Rockwell was a writer and he talked about like the American dream and idolizing that sort of thing and the entirety of this album is just her putting out like these songs that just sort of challenge those thoughts but yep. at the same time sort of doesn't so it's a little bit like confusing but you yeah. have to listen to it to very really... lana yes very <laughs> lana um but yes yeah, so that's my song of the week this week and now we're gonna go into under a rock and i'll start us off so it's eat sleep wake nothing but you by bombay bicycle club such an interesting name first yeah. off i love it <laughs> Um, so I actually found out that they have been releasing music for a while, but they took a break and this song was kind of their first single after a few years. So I thought that was interesting. Um, but my favorite thing about this song is the production hands down. Yeah. Um, the production definitely takes focus in this one. So it starts off with this fade in of this synth melody coming in. And then you've got this rhythm guitar backing it up, but then there's this really cool slide guitar. Oh, it's so rad. I love it so it's, much. It's so, like, different, though, and you really have to listen to it to fully sort of understand, like, why we love it so much, but it takes full focus. And it's really cool because the chorus is basically the lead singer singing, eat, sleep, wake nothing but you which is very cool because it's literally like singing it like it's a cycle yeah which i really love um but yeah maddie really enjoyed that part because you because when you first like played this song for me you were like i don't know if you'll like it yeah and i was prepared not to like (laughs) like not to like it because there are a lot of things that viv shows me that shows me that i don't like (laughs) but this one i was like you know what this is actually like a really cool song Mm. because I think the thing that's interesting if you sort of like have any have an ear for this sort of stuff mm. is when they've done the final mix in the chorus the guitar is louder than the vocals. Yeah. Like the guitar takes full focus and like it's such an interesting choice but mm. I think it works really well because I was sort of explaining to Vivian before like if that guitar wasn't in it and the backing wasn't as cool as it was, I wouldn't like the song. Mm. Like, the vocals are, like, kind of boring and very deadpan and, like, monotone. Yeah. Um, which is fine for, like, the genre that it is. Mm. Um, but, like, I probably wouldn't have, you know, like, listened to it twice. But the fact that that guitar's in there and it's such, like, a cool um, backing, like, mm. track to it, it's, yeah. it's And it's such a short riff as well yeah it's such a small difference but it really makes the whole song which is yeah i love it so much so that's my under a rock this week eat sleep wake nothing but you by bombay bicycle club so maddie what's your under a rock this week my under a rock um is a little bit closer to home so it's this kid called blake ross and he is from perth um and his track is called lady 
So I had a little bit of a research because I'd never really heard of him before. And um, his single Lost, I think that was released either like early this year or last year, it's got like 12 million streams. Oh, wow. On Spotify. I was like, where, where, where have I been? Who that is, is so this cool. And I listened to it and I tried to like figure out if I recognized it. And I don't think I did, which is odd mm. given the fact that it has 12 million streams. But this song, Lady is um, definitely very, very cool. It's sort of similar to my song of the week in the fact that it's, like, it's very guitar-based and, like, the transitions from really, like, um, like sparse and sort of, like, vulnerable kind of um, soft acoustic guitar and vocals to, like, a full band-type mm. sound is, like, really, really interesting. Um, and, yeah, that's one of the things that I really like about it is the fact that you know it starts out with this like plucking guitar and just um just the vocals and then it like slowly builds up into this like full band of chorus um it's Mm. just really because it gives it like a lot more range and like I've I think I've spoken about this like a million times before but like having like a dynamic range between like soft and loud and like light and dark and like all of those different things within a song is really, really cool. And mm. I think this one definitely does have it. And I think it's, yeah. Yeah, I was a big fan of the guitar in the beginning because you do have that sort of main plucking guitar, but in the background, I heard very slightly there was <laughs> some, like, little embellishes from, like, another guitar where there was just, like, a lead guitar just, like, thrown in there. Like, mm. yeah, let's just throw some... Yeah, some little things in some there, Some yeah. interesting little notes in there, which I thought was really cool. That's sort of, like, a theme, though, with this song, too, because mm. there's, like, sprinkles of, like, these really high harmonies yeah. that you don't really notice occasionally, mm. and, like, it's it's not all the time, and it's not constant, and they're not really loud, but if you sort of, like, listen out for them, they sort of, like, come in and out, and it's I think it's really, really cool, mm. um, the way that they've sort of, like, layered that. Um, in a, as opposed to like making it like really really loud and sort of like this full like harmony it's just kind of like in the background mm. just giving it like a bit of you know depth and range and all the rest of it so all I think stuff. it's <laughs> all that stuff that um yeah that I love so much so <laughs> but yeah that is my under a rock is called Lady by Blake Ross and we will go into our final segment now uh, Caught My Ear so mine is called Heaven Only Knows by, ready for this list, so it's <laughs> Tokyo, Chance the Rapper, Lido, and Aaron Allen Kane, which is... Such an interesting mix. An interesting mix. Yes. Um, by all accounts. So this definitely isn't a song that I would listen to on the daily, but it came on, I think it was on like my Discover Weekly or something rather, and it popped up and I listened to it and I was like... This is rad. Mm. Like, there is so much going on. Like, I have to break it down. Yeah. Because, like, it's so, so interesting. So, in the beginning, there's, like, these weird sort of, like, synthy slide type things. And there's, like, throughout the whole song, there's this sort of, like, vocal run sample Mm. thing that's, like, very, very overproduced and, like, sounds ridiculous. Um, But it's, like, pitch shifted and... God knows what else, but it's really, really cool. And it sort of, like, runs throughout the song. Um, But then, so in the beginning, like, the first verse, which I believe is Tokyo, um, spelled (laughs) T-O-W-K-I-O, I I think it's Tokyo's, I'm assuming. 
Um, but yeah, so it's like a lot, um, it's like this like smooth piano under it and sort of like the kind of like organ keys that you'd hear in sort of like gospel music, but Mm. it's like, you know, um, again, very like electronically produced and whatever, but it's sort of that very like slow vibe and, um, you know, it's got this like hand clapping, like percussion. There's like no, there's no real percussion apart from that in the beginning. Mm. And then... Um, Aaron Allen Kane is the one who does like the vocals for like the chorus and stuff where they say, you know, like heaven only knows and all that. Um, and it's like a very, very cool, um, gospel influenced kind of chorus. And then the second verse is chance, chance the rapper. And then it gets like the vibe sort of switches up. And there's, like, a lot more percussion and, like, the rhythms, like, quadruple in time. Yeah. And, like, the hand clapping. Like, instead of, like, one per, you know, one per bar, it's, like, four. Mm. And then there's, like, this, like, hi-hat 808. Yeah. Like, ticking yeah. during it, which is really, really cool. It just, like, switches up from, like, because it was, like, this first, you know, like, slow piano verse. And now it's, like, this really um, fast-paced sort of thing. And I just love, like, the two different sort of sides of it. Yeah, definitely. And there's all of these, like, different, like, embellishments and, like, samples and runs and, like, weird, like, vocal things that kind of, like, pop in and out. There is so much going on Mm. during this song. It is insane. Like, every time you listen to it, you'll hear something new. Definitely, Which is really cool. Yeah. I thought it was really interesting, though, because when... When Maddie read out who's on this track, I thought it was, of course, such an interesting mix. But when you hear the production, my first thought was, this definitely feels like a Lido song. Because when you listen to his solo stuff, the production's very much the same like it is in this song, which I thought was really cool. But the thing that really threw me off was Chance the Rapper. Mm. Because in his verse, it's almost like everything about the production is not his style at all. Which is interesting because I don't really listen to Chance around yeah. that often and I felt that it fit really, really well. But that's the thing because when one of the things I said to Maddie was um, I really liked how out of time he was because yeah. it is so much quicker, like the beat. And, you know, it's almost like he's trying to catch up but it doesn't feel wrong it feels like it was an artistic choice to do it like that and because that is his style of rapping he's not really like about sort of the speed and the the flow it's more so just like getting the words yeah right yeah which is really cool yeah i thought that was really cool because it was like it's such an interesting way how you can see where an artist can fit so well onto a onto a song Mm. even if they sound nothing like what you're used to hearing from them, which is yeah. pretty cool. Because because I listened to it and I was like, oh, like if this is what Chance's music sounds like, mm. maybe I should, you know, like get on that bandwagon. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like when you said to me, this is like nothing like his music, and you know, it still fits really well. I was like, oh, like I was so surprised. Mm. I was like, because it because he feels so at home. Yeah, in that sort of space, it's yeah, it's just. It's an awesome very, track. Very, very, very cool. And Aaron Allen Kane is an amazing vocalist. Yeah. I heard, um, like, I haven't really, like, listened to her music, but I remember I was really into um, Third Story ages and ages and ages ago. Like, I still am. They're absolutely incredible. Um, they've sort of, like, gone on a break now. They're not releasing any new music. Mm. But they did a version of their song, Still in Love. No, is it Still in Love? I think it's called Still in Love. 
and she features on it mm. and they did like an acoustic version of it and she is phenomenal her voice is absolutely incredible i definitely definitely recommend listening to that um i'll put it in the youtube playlist because it's absolutely amazing but um yeah just like the collaboration between these four people is insane because there's just like so much going on and you can tell how talented each of them are individually which is insane so um i think we'll move on from my caught my ear now because yes. i think i've said my piece <laughs> <laughs> no that was that was really good i like that whole breakdown maddie good work thank you so much <laughs> <laughs> stroke my ego <laughs> <laughs> so um my caught my ear this week is teacher's pet by melanie martinez so this is a really uh for people that don't know me, they probably, you know, you wouldn't know that I would actually listen to Melanie. Well, I was shocked when yeah. you kind of brought it up to me today. I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. But then I was like, oh, you listen to Lana Del Rey. Yeah. That's kind of not a, not too far of a stretch. So it, she's <laughs> such an interesting artist because her first album uh, was Cry Baby and she released that in 2015. And she's such an interesting artist because she plays with, in terms of her lyrics and definitely the production, she plays with these very dark, mature themes, but she frames them in almost childish ways, like yeah. childish metaphors, which is very, very interesting when you think about that as a concept. Um, and you almost think it shouldn't work, but with Crybaby, it definitely did. Um, and I love that album. I, li- I still listen to it a lot th- to this day. But since then, she hadn't released anything, so I was a bit sad. I was like, oh. <laughs> I want new music. Yeah. But um she released a new album just this past Friday called K through twelve. And she also released a movie alongside it, which is just wild to think yeah. about. And it's like a full like fledged movie. It's an hour and a half. You can watch it on YouTube. Um, but it's also showing in theatres, which is pretty cool. In the oh my god. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, so there's that. But the thing about this album, so it's called K through twelve. So there's thirteen tracks. And from what I sort of gathered is that each track is sort of about each different year of school, yeah, which is very interesting and sort of goes with her, the previous themes that we talked about, talking about dark themes with sort of yeah, yeah. childish metaphors, which is pretty cool. Um, but this song in particular, so it's track 10 or 11, I think it's actually 11, so definitely heading towards the more mature side yeah, of things mature end, yep. um and it's mainly talking about inappropriate relationships but my favorite thing about this song is the production um which i think i've said for all of my songs this yeah. week <laughs> we need to tell you about how many times you said that today. i know i know so um the the coolest thing the reason why i put this in caught my ear was when i first heard it so never listening to it before um, it, the rhythm really catches you off guard. Yeah. Especially because in the beginning it just starts with, um, just like one sort of melody. But then when Melanie's voice comes in, you feel like the rhythm has somehow changed and it's a very odd rhythm as well. Yeah. It's very hard to wrap your head, head around when you first listen to it because you're trying to sort of see like where everything fits in. And, um... But the thing is, when you listen to it again, because Maddie tested this before. Yeah, yeah. Because I got halfway through the song. Yeah. And I was like, I wanted to try and figure out, because I'm a bit, like, 
anal when it comes to rhythms and As figuring out like time signatures <laughs> and whatever. Because I was trying to like figure out how that first like little rhythm in the mm. intro fit in with the rest of the song. And because after that first change, it doesn't really mm. happen again. It doesn't go back to it at all. And I was like, I got halfway through and I was like, Vivian, play the beginning again. Mm. And I was nowhere near as shocked as I was the first time because after listening to the song, you sort of already have like the vibe and like the pulse of the song in Mm. your head. And so you know how that rhythm fits. But the first time that you hear it, you've got no idea. Like it just catches you completely off guard, which is crazy to me. Which is so cool. Like I love how, because it's, it's not a conventional thing that you hear in this kind of music pop music like this kind of rhythm at all which is why it's really interesting when you do hear it for the first time and it you know it's so different and it's surprising and you're trying to sort of listen to it intently but then you know I've listened to the song heaps of times now every time I hear it it's just more familiar to me each time so I think that's so interesting um that in itself because the first time it feels like there's a meter change but it's not no there's not which Which is is weird so cool. It it freaked me out a bit because I was like, hold on. Yeah. Brains play, are weird. Play the beginning again. And I was like, wait, but now I understand where all the rhythms fit in. And yeah. It yeah. just freaked me out a bit. But yeah, it's such a cool song. Yeah. It's such an awesome track. And I'm so happy that she's still continuing with this theme because it's such, for me, I think it's such an interesting way to sort of make your mark on the music industry. It's very niche. It's very niche, but it works. And because yeah. I know with Crybaby, it sold a lot of albums after, like, the fact. So it was released oh, in 2015. Okay. Yeah. But I think it was, like, 19 months later, it broke records. Like, it was right, still like selling. like a slow burn yeah, type of thing. Because, yeah. you know, when you first hear, like... Also, when you watch her music videos. I was very put off. <laughs> you... Look, I don't really like Melanie Martinez. Like, I don't listen to her music much. And I've, yeah. I've seen a couple of her music videos from Crybaby. I think one was Dollhouse. Yeah. And then the other was... um, I can't remember the other Alphabet one. Boy. Alphabet Boy. That's yeah. the one. Yeah. I was like, what in the world am I watching? Yeah. I was it's, so freaked out. It's real weird. And she definitely plays, like... She definitely reflects the music, uh, she makes the music videos to reflect the songs very oh, literally. Yeah. And her acting chops, like, oh, yeah. kudos to her. She's fantastic. She's so good. She's um, a fantastic performer. Yeah, like, oh but it's God. so cool because for me, it's like she was on The Voice in the US. That's kind of where she started. And how much she's grown since mm. then. Like, she's really come into her own. She's found her niche. She's very much mastered it in my mind. Um, and yeah, this is a great album. This is a great track. So definitely please check it out. Ah, uh, so it's Teacher's Pet by Melanie Martinez. So that brings us to the end of this episode. Normally we'd have a recommendation, but we didn't have one this week. We haven't week. gotten any lately. Come on, guys. Yeah, come on, guys. Pick Slack. It up. <laughs> Slackos. <laughs> Give us some tracks to talk about. Yeah. So thank you so much for listening um, this week. You can check us out on Apple, Spotify, Castbox, Stitcher, Google Cod. Po- oh. <laughs> Google Podcasts. Is that where you were going with that? Yes. Look. Look. <laughs> I have rehearsed 
like we both have rehearsed saying this so many times this week we're bound to mess up so. Mate, we've had we've had a ride today yeah this episode is <laughs> wild it's so. taken us probably 10 times longer than it needed to yeah great times fun times yes yeah, so check us out <laughs> on all the services we're probably there yeah you yeah. can also let us know what you reckon about the songs that we chatted about this week um because we definitely love to hear your opinions on them whether you agree disagree love don't like you know all the rest of it definitely chuck us a dm let us know what you think um you can follow us on all of our social media which is at caught my ear pod on facebook instagram and twitter and we will see you on monday with a new episode bye guys see you later